0: This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to AlaskaAir.com. This is the We Art Tacoma Podcast.
1: Doug. hi amanda hey so today as we sit across from each other we are chatting with david fisher uh, the uh, executive director for the broadway center for the Performing arts formerly formerly yeah they uh, they have some new changes so david's uh, here to chat about that and also some cool holiday options as well let's listen all right well, this is Amanda Westbrook, and I'm here talking with the Executive Director of the Broadway Center for Performing Arts, Mr. David Fisher. Welcome back.
0: Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's nice to see you again. It's
1: good to see you again too. Usually, I see you when I'm in a uh, TV studio, but it's nice to be in the the man drum cave with the uh, little uh, card table in front of us. It's a
0: little cozier.
1: It is, absolutely. Well, a lot of things happening in your world, Mr. Fisher. And the first thing I want to talk about is rumor has it uh, in the wind that our beloved Broadway Center for the Performing Arts is uh, going through, should we say, a name change?
0: We should say a name change, All right. So we're announcing officially that uh, our new name will be Tacoma Arts Live and we're really excited about it. We've spent a lot of time and energy and expertise uh, thinking about this change, why it's important for us. And we're really happy to be making this launch and moving forward with it.
1: So for our our audience that's listening here um, – Let's take a step back and tell me about the first time that you can remember as the executive director for the former Broadway Center for Performing mm-hmm. Arts. Thank you. Uh, hearing that phrase, name change, when, when did it float in front of you and what was the aha behind mm-hmm.
0: it? Well, I would say that uh, I started the job as executive director having – Previously, been in Tacoma and worked at the Broadway Center in the '90s as deputy executive director, mm-hmm. and then came back in 2006 in September, and probably around uh, September 5th or so of 2006, I thought, you know, we have a brand problem. Mm. It's a confusing name. For a lot of folks because uh, our name isn't associated with the buildings, our old name, not associated with the buildings, not even associated with the city that we're in. Broadway connotes uh, musicals, and that was not uh, simply what we did. We did some of that, but that wasn't it. And there's a Broadway uh, in almost every town in America. So there wasn't anything uh, that was unique and authentic to the name. It was a convenient name. And, uh, you know, it came about after uh, the Rialto and Theater on the Square launched. So in the early 90s, uh, the agency did a name change at that time because it had previously been known as the Pantages Center. That's right. Focusing on the uh, uh, primary building the flagship building uh, in the theater district but then when the rialto and theater on the square came around they thought well we should open up the umbrella what else should we call it and they came up with this name and i don't fault them for that but uh over time it just didn't have a lot of equity it didn't have a lot of stickiness to it and uh, i knew pretty much uh from day one in taking over the home that we were going to need to deal with that down the road. And I'm so glad we have. So Tacoma Arts Live is uh, launching and uh, a new brand mark for us as well that we really like. Um, You know, we're going through this for all the reasons that I just explained uh, about where the flaws were in the old name, but also because this new name we think better reflects our home in Tacoma, the citizens own uh, many of the buildings that we manage uh, and we do so on behalf of the citizens so we ought to put their name first and uh, so we're doing that and then uh, to focus uh, additionally on the fact that most of our work is uh, about live experiences mm-hmm. and we think live experiences are really important for a number of reasons one is Uh, They're happening in real time. You know, they're not separating us uh, through digital experience, through uh, those evil devices that we have in our pockets or the the screens that we have at home. They're bringing us together into uh, a convening that we can all share. And it's an ethereal moment. It's something that you Mm. have to be present for to win. You know? Yes. And there's something very special about that, something that I think uh, is about community building, that we come together for those shared experiences and that uh, general convening, let alone when the artist walks out on stage and invite you into their world to see the world through their eyes, that exercises this uh, muscle that isn't getting quite as much use as uh, it should, and that's empathy. Mm. And so we think that's uh, the core of what we do, and we wanted to really emphasize live, right here, right now, uh, experience.
1: On this very stage, absolutely. One of the things that's often struck me about uh, the programming at uh, Tacoma Arts Live, um, is uh, I never feel, and this is me from my seat in the audience, I never feel caught up in uh, the preciousness of theater. What I feel is I feel like uh, that the um, selection committee or the voices that are uh, throwing weight behind the programming on that stage must have... Actors' background because they seem to always capture, at least for me, what I want to see on that stage as an audience member. Wow. I don't view it as someone went and saw the show and said, oh, "I really love the interpretation." I want to put this on the stage. I view it as somebody went and saw the show and said, "Wow, the audience would love this." <laughs> There's a lot of interaction. They may know enough about Tacoma to call out a few streets by name. They know our local politics. They might. Know um, our favorite song, or there's enough parts in this play that there's local people in it as well mm-hmm. for us to want to enjoy. And a lot of times, I will credit that to you because of your acting background. But I know it's you and your team.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, picking up on the nuance. You know, in in, but it isn't me. Just to get that out there really <laughs> quick. But it is a philosophy that we have. And uh, that philosophy is really driven uh, by pulling ourselves uh, away from the traditional Performing arts uh, curatorial process, and that mm-hmm. would be what you're talking about. Yes. Show show selection and event selection. Many of my peers around the country, and I often cringe uh, when I hear them say this, but they'll say, "Oh well, we are the community's tastemakers, and we're going to make making the decisions about what comes," and therefore the community will just come along because our taste is so immaculate.
1: I'm cringing with you.
0: Yeah, and it just has always uh, made me pull out what little hair I have left. And <laughs> um, we don't take that approach. You know, We take an approach where we're trying to – Give away that curatorial power, that decision-making power, and we do that in a number of ways. So one way is we look at our history and what, what have uh, sales told us and ticket sales told us about the past. We do that by looking around at people's uh, – this is a dirty little secret – but people's Facebook pages where we can do an inquiry with Facebook – We go into the system. We say, hey, Mm -hmm. Facebook, tell us how many people in a uh, 30-mile drive uh, like this artist Mm. in their uh, roster. Well, analytics there. Exactly. And then that comes back and it tells us, well, in our community, X number of people within our reach uh, care about this artist. So then that informs us, right? Yes. And then further, we have another uh, technique that we do after we get to a short list – for uh, events that we might offer. We put it out there for our community to vote on, essentially. Mm. And so for the last seven or eight years, we put an annual survey out that says, hey, we're going to be bringing that uh, Amanda Westbrook band in, and uh, ticket prices are going to be $29, and uh, do you want to come to that? Yes, no. And we get uh, that kind of feedback. And so it has direct impact on what we end up booking. Wow! The funny part is that when we first started that survey, we would ask that question. We'd say, hey, look, there's 45% yeses. Anybody have any idea what that means? (laughs) Who they came from? Yes. So it took a while for us to kind of uh, sync the data that we would get back to the reality of uh, how ticket sales went. But over time, we figured all that out. And it's just proven to be a really great way for us to let the community tell us what they want to see.
1: Absolutely. So it's been good. And did you do that with the new name Ask the Community?
0: We did, actually. We had a number of focus groups uh, of patrons and community users and resident arts partners and that kind of thing um, and held workshops mm-hmm. uh, around it uh, for about four months of inquiry uh, around that and uh, with this the outcome of that is uh, the new name and the new logo. Um, you know, the logo, uh, I've had people describe it to me as, well, it looks like it's pulsing. It looks mm. like it's theater in the round. It looks like a world textile or culture mark that uh, feels um, inviting mm-hmm. and uh, and almost— um, both a mix of contemporary but also that textile look of old world. And so we really love all that kind of feedback that we're getting. And it borrows uh, from our former brand color of uh, red in the sea around the Broadway Center. Um, and. The logo also is a bit of a riff and play uh, on the old logo. Different parts of a yes. C yes. that have been reassembled, and so uh, we like all those all those takes on, on the on the brand mark.
1: I like that you've done your homework and that this has been uh, well vetted based upon what you've just said.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, that feels good. It feels good. So from now on, you'll see us at Tacoma Arts Live. live. The the Broadway Center website will continue to live and function, so you can type anything into your search engine and find us, Um, uh, though our new URL on the web will be TacomaArtsLive.org, and uh, everything else, uh, although new name, same passion.
1: That's a great tagline. That that needs to be a T-shirt.
0: <laughs> David, are we <laughs> scooping this? You Is, are scooping are, are we, this. We You're got the, the first scoop? people I'm talking to about this. We yes. better get this out quick.
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And we want to say thank you for that as well. Indeed, um, sure. Scooping uh, in terms of the buildings around there, we most of us have had our eye on the Pantages and the renovation. Um, you guys have done a great job of being very transparent about that process and when it will be done. So give us an update on that. When is the reopening? Sure. That's a beautiful building.
0: We're really excited about this, too. And, frankly, we wanted to align our new name change to Tacoma Arts Live to come into this new world uh, that we will have inside the Pantages. Uh, You may remember we closed in the middle of May to start the renovation, which Mm -hmm. um, uh, we reorganized our plan to get that uh, done more quickly. And so uh, we will reopen now six months later uh, with an all-new interior. And uh, that'll happen on November 15 with the hip-hop Nutcracker. (laughs) And uh, we've actually just opened up uh, some additional seats available. It was nearing sellout. And the new seat layout has allowed us uh, to expand the seating capacity in the theater. So um, we've got new seats uh, up for sale. And that show is going to be the first night in the new theater. The new theater is going to include all new seats, and they are beautiful, Mm, and they are so comfortable and uh, just gorgeous. All new paint and plaster work that is back to 1918 in its style and color palette, which is wildly different from what we had where it was very monochromatic. Mm -hmm. In fact, as the uh, artistic uh, team has been doing the uh, craftsman work of uh, laying on this new plaster and paint, I'm finding details in the building that I had no idea existed. There, for instance, uh, around the proscenium arch uh, where the audience views and looks at, um, there are clusters almost like a bouquet of musical instruments that I had no idea was there before are they
1: up on the arch as a relief they're kind
0: of coming up uh one of the pillars uh uh, up to the top of the proscenium square there and it's i had no idea i have to look for just stunningly beautiful you know the detail of this building you know i always appreciated it it was lovely and it did have a lot of detail but now because of the Uh, Painting techniques that Mm -hmm. harken back to 1918. It just really sings, (gasps) and and it's it's elegant. It's it's uh, warm. But it's not a circus either, yes. you know. So because if,
1: it's not the jewel box, gaudy colors when you walk in. Exactly, that have their place in a different tent.
0: It, it, yeah, that's a really good way to say that. Um, you know, in San Francisco, uh, you'll walk, you'll walk around or drive around the city, and you'll see all those great uh, Queen Anne Victorians, painted ladies. Yes, and they are painted ladies. Some of them are painted and there's an extension cord connected to the house because they're like on fire electric (laughs) and they're a little over the top. This is not that. This is uh, a really wonderful balance between the historic elegance and elevating uh, the architecture.
1: Well, there are still tours available if we want to take a look at that interior. So
0: Yeah, the best time uh, for the general public will be to come for uh, the tree lighting. Ah, there we go. Uh, and that will be on November 24th, and uh, folks can come early uh, to that tree lighting. The general uh, tree lighting is uh, set to start at uh, 4.30 uh, p.m., so if you come about that time, um, it would be a good time to take a little tour with us. We'd love to have you join us for that. And then the tree lighting itself will actually happen at 6.15 followed by a great performance uh, of Imago Theater, brilliant family programming and their show called Frogs. Perfect. Yeah.
1: We're going to take a quick break here and then when we come back we're going to actually segue more into some of the holiday events and then we also want to talk about the uh, amazing exhibit that you had at the Armory and what your plans are for that. So this is Amanda Westbrook. I'm with David Fisher from uh, Tacoma Arts Live and We Are Tacoma. We'll be right back. <laughs> How do you balance changing the world with paying bills? Thanks to a new program at Pacific Lutheran University, you may not have to. Let me tell you about the PLU pledge. Here's the pledge PLU makes to new undergraduate students. If after you graduate, you have a full-time job and you make less than $40,000 per year, PLU will help you make your student loan payments. Got that? If you want to pursue your passion in, let's say, music, or you want to fight to make the world a better place through nonprofit work, but your paycheck just isn't where it needs to be yet, PLU will step in and help. It's one way that PLU invests in its students, even after they've left the campus, and one of the many ways PLU works to be accessible and affordable for all students. Check out plu.edu plupledge to learn more. Because student debt shouldn't stand in the way of following your passion. And we are back with We Are Tacoma. I'm Amanda Westbrook, and I'm here with uh, Executive Director David Fisher. We are talking about uh, the Broadway Center for Performing Arts now has a new name, and we are one of the first ones to hear it here on Channel 253. And that uh, name is Tacoma Arts Live. And... uh, I think that, uh, I think all your reasoning and, and your, your beautiful font and uh, <laughs> color are like right up our alley, I well, have to tell you. you. So before the break, we talked about uh, how the Pantages has been renovated, um, gone other monochromatic schemes, and there's more uh, structural and architectural detail mm-hmm. for us to notice. Um, and a good time to do that, of course, is during the tree right tree lighting. On November on 11th, 24th. 24th, yeah. yes, which uh, that's a family tradition in my house to so go there and do It's that. really fun. Um, and family traditions also in my house include what's happening at the theater on the square uh, because it just says holiday like no one's business down mm-hmm. there all of the time. So tell us what's on tap for Tacoma Arts Live.
0: Well, one of the things that we're committed to is to continue to try and bring new programs forward for the community. And we've been listening. Uh, and had tremendous feedback over the last decade where we've been producing live theater. We've done it on a occasional basis over 12 years that I've been there now. Uh, We've done 15 or 16 productions that were homegrown and done just by the Broadway Center. But it wasn't consistent and we hadn't really framed it out. Well, at this point we've done enough testing Mm -hmm. that we know what we're doing and how to do it. And we have heard over and over again from the community, please bring back live professional theater in Theater on the Square to join the great work that's happening at Tacoma Little Theater, at Lakewood Playhouse, uh, Tacoma Musical Playhouse, et cetera, the other other, uh, great theater providers. And so um, we are now committed to doing so. My board has stepped forward uh, as part of our strategic plan that we are now launching this professional theater company. We have a new contract with Actors' Equity that is the nation's uh, actor and stage manager union, and that will allow us to bring in uh, the best professional actors to work alongside uh, top-notch uh, regional actors uh, who may not be a part of the union. It's also fun for the actors themselves because if uh, they are on a trajectory and have an interest of getting their equity card, they can earn points uh, while doing performances with mm. us. So it's it's a wow. really uh, synergistic uh, fit for us. So we're launching that uh, early November. November nine opens uh, Christopher Durang's comedy Vanya and. Sonia and Masha and Spike, uh, which is a really funny play by one of the great uh, yes. comic playwrights of the United States. Uh, and it's a play with heart. It's a play that has um, uh, a struggle within a family. It's a play that has a struggle within generations. And uh, while they are struggling, they are finding their humanity. Mm. And it's a lovely, funny but poignant play and it's a it's a bit of a riff on Chekhov Anton nice. Chekhov as well so there is the heart of realism meeting with a, a little bit of american farce and so it's a it's just a great show so that one will launch uh, our new program and then we'll come around and we'll do another production in the spring called Art uh, which is uh, Yasmina Reza's uh, award-winning play about three longtime friends whose friendship is challenged when one of them purchases a large all-white painting for about $200,000. Hmm. And they can't quite get their brains wrapped around how they could spend that much money. And it sort of unlocks the latent tensions uh, in these friendships, class division, et cetera. So wow. it's another play that is extremely funny and has a deeper point. Uh, so we're launching those, and then we're already in place selection for uh, the season after that, where we will do four shows, and we'll be excited uh, to announce that uh, new season come probably uh, April, May
1: of the coming Wonderful. year. Wonderful. Yeah. And David, does the current show, Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike, have local and troop members in it?
0: It has uh, regional actors from Olympia to Seattle, uh, who are uh, equity and non-equity nice. actors. And so and it is a phenomenal cast.
1: Well, I, so. I have to give a shout-out to Cassie Wilkerson. Yeah, I mean, I, right. I know they're all so. fabulous, but Cassie has been a friend of mine for years. And yeah. anything that she's in that's also as Christopher Durang, you know it's going to be hysterical. It's going
0: to be absolutely great. And uh, so she's terrific. And uh, Marianne Seville, who is uh, one of the uh, actors, or, I'm sorry, Directors Guild Directors mm. uh, of the region is directing, and she's just doing a bang up job. So, and my partner in crime uh, on these programs is Brett Carr. He works oh. with me as co producer, and yes. he's got a long lineage in the theater community here. So, I think we're off to a great start and excited to be doing this with a commitment for consistency yes. and. Uh, Also, um, doing work that is uh, intended to challenge the audience, intended to break down complacency and bring us together uh, for uh, bigger ideas.
1: I, I just I feel like I've been given a Christmas gift just now because it, it years ago, back when Tacoma Actors Guild existed, when that um, ended its time here in Tacoma, it was a heartbreak for many, many of us. Absolutely. And by stepping in and you were there and you were aware during this time and putting that gift back into our laps again, it's so healing. It's so wonderful because yeah. then our equity actors... Uh, equity actors, boy, it's one of those days, they get to stay in town and work. And that's huge for them as they balance out everything else in their life too. Absolutely. And then we as audience members benefit once again.
0: Nope, you're right. The economic uh, fabric yeah. of uh, the performance world, I think, is going to be strengthened by this. Absolutely. And we're excited about that.
1: Speaking of, of strengthening uh, things that have stood the st- st- stood the test of time, Um our Eric Hanberg, the godfather of Channel 253, went into uh, the armory when you guys had the Sistine Chapel exhibit. And Eric said it was better than the original, uh, which he stood in line forever to see and right. was rushed through and rushed out. And I can see Doug shaking his head, too. He had the same experience. Wow. Um, that was uh out of the park, amazing. So how do you follow an act like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Yes. Um, well, it, it doesn't hurt to have Michelangelo uh, in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah. you know. So um, one of the reasons we took that project on, there were several reasons. One, we are experimenting as the managers of the armory to try and figure out how can we best deploy that building in a way that really engages community. When we came upon this uh, exhibit as an option for us, we thought, yes, that's mm. perfect for us to experiment with. And then uh, we also took that program on uh, because the Pantages was closed for six months yes. and we wanted to make sure that we were staying engaged with our audience and giving event Labor time for our employees, so that we had consistent employment for them, and uh, both of those things worked uh, yeah. really well. So. Uh, Over the three weeks, we had uh, more than 12,000 visitors, uh, which far exceeded what we had expected. We've never done anything like this before, so it was kind of a new thing. And uh, it was a good uh, revenue shot in the arm for us and uh, the artistic team that uh, owns this product and and brought it here. So it was a win-win for Mm us and just great feedback from uh, the attendees. So it it was fun.
1: So, so what does the armory do during its day job when it's not showing us the great works of Italy? Are there other um, musical acts or uh, live performances that happen there?
0: It really is a enormous event space, right? So we just finished, uh, in partnership with radio station, uh, Bacon and Bourbon Festival.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> where
0: we had about 1,200 people there for that. Um, We do uh, quinceañeras Mm. uh, events in there. We do weddings. uh, We do trade shows, et cetera, et cetera. Um, We are exploring the idea of doing uh, a circus program in there. uh, And not sure we can make all the numbers work, but we think so. And then um, we're also exploring bringing back other exhibits uh, that might excite the community. So we've got a number of options that we're looking at and negotiating on. So we'll try and do this again. You know, we're not in the zone of trying to compete with the Art Museum or the Glass Museum um, because they do phenomenal, fine artwork. That's not our role. That's not our job. However, by bringing high, highly visible programs like this, we're hoping all boats will continue to rise. You know, twelve thousand people in a three-week uh, window is pretty, <sighs> pretty good number. And yes. While they were visiting us, we were also promoting
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: our museum district.
1: Absolutely. So I want to I want to talk about first night uh, mm-hmm. because um, that is a. a uh, well, it's kind of the end of that holiday season um, as we as we lead up to it, and I, and every time I see First Night, I always think about. Uh, the phrase, you play so nicely in your own sandbox, because it gets just taken over down there. Um, and um, I don't know if most people understand the amount of programming that you have to halt during that time, um, which means revenue that's given up, which is really a gift to our great citizens here of, here, we're going to stop programming and making money while you just come and have a great time and ring in the new year. And, <laughs> and I wish that people would remember that as they're down there, but leading up to that, Mr. Fisher, if you could pick one event that you would take, let's say uh, your son to, what would it be?
0: Well, my son is in college yes, uh, outside of the state right now, but, but he's got to come I, home for Christmas I would or holidays. Say that the one that uh, there are many. Uh, I'm enough of a 70s and 80s person to kind of hook into Wyndham Hill's Winter Solstice Program. That's one of them. But the one that I am most excited about uh, for the holiday season is Take Six. And so they'll be here on December 22. We had them here a couple of years ago alongside uh, Manhattan Transfer. I was going
1: to say, they are, they um, are the, the, the modern-day Manhattan Transfer, but let me they? tell
0: you, they just blew everybody away. Like and, Pentatonix. And we thought, we've got to get these guys back. And uh, so we started negotiating, and they said, well, you know, we have a really great Christmas program. And we said, we're in. So uh, it's going to be absolutely phenomenal to have Take Six back. So that's the one that I would say I'm most excited about.
1: I I got to hear Take Six actually with the Manhattan Transfer before and then got to hear just a separate tape of them about 15 years ago and uh, was just shocked at the talent. Um, Not just a cappella, but also Bobby McFerrin a cappella too. They do it all with instruments and with lyrics. They are unbelievable. Yeah, they
0: really are. So we're excited to have them. And um, I think. You know, that will bring to a close our holiday season, which also will include um, Tacoma City Ballet's Nutcracker, the uh, Symphony Tacoma's Mm -hmm. uh, Sounds of the Season, the concert band, the Puget Sound Revels. Yes. Um, You know, so there are just uh, a lot of different absolutely fantastic activities happening in the theater district.
1: Absolutely. And then just in time for when the holiday break is over, and we think about going back to school and the parents are like, <laughs> yay, it's great for the kids to go back to school. You have an after-school program that you are uh, launching in 2019, I believe, with Joint Base um, Accord Lewis. Is that right?
0: Yes, uh, we will. And uh, this is an extension of uh, an existing program that is called our Lens project mm. and lens uh, stands for learning empathy negotiation and self and it is a method by which we've crafted over the last decade to uh, focus on the whole child and help uh, lift up students to give them a sense of uh, how to express themselves how to work together as a group in a collective and how to um, through that, uh, negotiation come together for engaging other students uh, as leaders and uh, even their families and their parents through this system that we've created. It's been very highly uh, evaluated by independent evaluators over the years. It's very strong, mm-hmm. and that's why we're excited to be able to bring it to the base, particularly um, for families. Where there's a lot of um, churn uh, for mm-hmm. military families, uh, either through deployments or um, some of the other challenges that our military are dealing with, um, we sometimes forget about the wives and the kids. Oh, yes. you know? And so this is a way to help really strengthen the whole family together uh, through this program. And we're excited to be able to do that.
1: I, that that just sounds fantastic. As a, as a military brat, uh, you have just reached in and uh, touched the one thing of my childhood. It was always churning. We were always moving, always something different. And change is good, but not always that good. Well, so
0: when there's that much change going on and that much churn, you really need to make sure that you're paying attention to the internal core. Uh, that the students can take with them, that Absolutely. the family members can take with them and be bonded together, and this is trying to help strengthen that.
1: what you just said is is the uh, could be a epitaph for our community of how you treat art in Tacoma David it, it, your your vision and and the team that you have around you that you've so wisely curated um, always thinks about how we can strengthen the bonds of our community so okay. i thank you for that i thank you for all of the heartfelt programming for knowing your demographic for looking at my facebook page and knowing that i want more comedians on stage and more a cappella groups <laughs> i'm like wait a minute i wait. have a i have a like on wait a take minute. 6 too yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And especially for taking time out of your very busy uh, day as we uh, are getting into the holiday season and for letting uh, We Are at Tacoma scoop the uh, name change to uh, Tacoma Arts Live from the former Broadway Center for Performing Arts, So, Mr. David Fisher.
0: Thank you for having me, and it's just great to talk to you.
1: Well, thank you, and I wish you a happy holidays.
0: You too. All Cheers. Right.
1: David Fisher, he is such a smooth operator, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he's very calm and concise, but very exciting. I mean, he, he lays it out, and it's good stuff that's happening.
1: It is good stuff. He's an actor's actor. Uh, speaking of actors, actors, and cool stuff, what do you uh, what do you think that we should not miss this weekend?
0: Well, it's actually well well I'm wrong. This is actually next weekend, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, the Fun Police. I'm going to send you to a, to a to a tavern, the Airport Tavern. Uh, Daniel presents is the Fun Police. Rusty Cleavers, Shotgun Kitchen, Joan of Art. Fun Police are one of my Favorite, favorite, favorite things on earth. They're a great band and they've been around forever. If you have not seen them, put on your dancing shoes, tear the top of your head off and go see them.
1: Ooh, okay. I I think you're convincing me. Um, I'm going to be a little more low-key this weekend, I think, because it's supposed to rain and... You know, I want to just kind of stay kind of bundled up here. Uh, the Grand Cinema, one of our favorite places, has um, a movie with Robert Redford and Forrest Tucker and Rotten Tomatoes. If you follow them, and gave it a 90%. It's called The Old Man and the Gun, and it is um, getting great reviews. Um, so I'm thinking I need me a little uh, hubble from The Way We Were weekend with I Robert Redford. I, th-
0: the way we were, I think uh, Mr. Redford has said that that's his final role.
1: Oh my. Well, I'm sure it's going to be a doozy then so I'm, I'm going to recommend that people check out The Grand The Old Man and The Gun for this uh, weekend's art hit see you next week adios and uh, be sure and uh, press that button to subscribe to some more art here in Tacoma
0: channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska to book your next trip go to alaskaair.com.
1: This is Channel 253.